0: Tragedy has struck again for Taiwan's military. An F 5E fighter jet crashed into the sea off the coast of Taidong Thursday morning, killing the pilot on board. The pilot, Captain Zhu Guanmong, reported an engine malfunction shortly after taking off for a routine training mission. He was able to parachute out of the plane before it crashed, but was found in the water without vital signs. His death is the latest in a string of military training fatalities that have drawn concerns over equipment safety.
1: An F-5E fighter jet and its pilot crashed into the sea on Thursday. Upon receiving the report, the military launched an air, land, and sea rescue operation. A helicopter hovered at sea over the crash site, and the pilot was sent to the hospital for emergency treatment. Rescuers raced to resuscitate him, as the pilot showed no vital signs. He could not be revived at the hospital.
2: This morning, a fighter jet crashed off the coast of Taitong. I would like to take this opportunity to express my sincere condolences to his family. I have asked the Ministry of Defense to investigate the cause of the accident." After the aircraft took off, the pilot reported that the right engine was malfunctioning. With regard to the details of the malfunction and the communication that took place, that information has all been listed as evidence in this case. The F-5 has two engines. If one engine fails, the other engine can keep the plane in flight, although there will certainly be an effect on aircraft control.
1: Drew 29, was an Air Force captain with over 700 flight hours. He was also a guitarist in rock band called Tiger Band, which was made up of airmen. <laughs> Drew performed with his band and played the guitar to unwind. This original song, titled Blue Sky, is told from the perspective of an airman.
2: We're usually flying during the day. Flying can be said to be fairly demanding work, so naturally during the day we're all a bit more tense. But at night, if I have time, I listen to some music. I try writing music and exploring new ideas.
1: As the investigation gets underway, the Air Force has grounded all F-5 fighter jets. Speaking at the Legislative Yuan in the afternoon, National Security Bureau Chief Cho guo became visibly emotional when discussing the accident. It's the latest in a string of accidents for Taiwan's military. In just the last five years, there have been six
0: aircraft crashes, each a strain to military morale. Saturday is Veterans Day. The Veterans Affairs Council has released a short film honoring Taiwan's old soldiers. The film tells the story of several men who fought in the Chinese Civil War. Later in Taiwan, they devoted their golden years to helping others. President Tsai Ing-wen attended the film's premiere on Thursday, where she thanked Taiwan's veterans for their service.
2: Joined by Veteran Affairs Council Minister Feng Shikuan, President Tsai attended the premiere of a short film honoring five late mainlander soldiers. Ahead of Veterans Day on Saturday, Tsai thanked them for the service.
1: At this event today, I would like to express my greatest respects to these model veterans, these outstanding veterans to whom the film pays tribute. Across the country, there are many such veterans who, through a variety of charitable acts of kindness, Quietly give back to our society. We hope we can take their stories and deliver them to more people.
2: This short movie was produced by the Veteran Affairs Council and the Veterans Independence Foundation. It tells the stories of five old soldiers. One is Zhang Yongzhou, who donated 15 million NT to help abused children. <laughs>
1: Whether it's by denying himself air conditioning in the summer heat, or by searching through thousands of rocks on the beach to find round pebbles to sell, these veterans gave of themselves bit by bit to help improve the lives of other people. We deeply admire them for these contributions.
2: The film illustrated the spots and lies that the old soldiers had led. In her address, Tsai called on the Veteran Affairs Council to provide comprehensive care to retired soldiers. She said she wanted to thank veterans on behalf of the country and said she hoped that the stories would be heard across Taiwan.
0: Officials are warning that flu vaccination rates are still too low for young children. According to the latest data, only 37.8% of children aged six months to three years old have been inoculated, well below the rate from last year. One reason could be fear over Sanofi Pasteur's egg-free vaccines, which are reserved for small children. Sanofi is one of the brands involved in a flu shot scare unfolding in South Korea. Earlier this week, former Taiwan Health Chief Yang Zhiliang said the government should suspend the use of Sanofi vaccines. But on Thursday, the Central Epidemic Command Center said that so far, Taiwan has seen zero safety issues linked to the vaccines. The date's been set for Autumn Struggle, a -a once-a-year street demonstration that spotlights the labor issues of the moment. On November 22nd, some 20 groups will protest the government's decision to allow U.S. pork imports, a move that has sent shockwaves through Taiwan's pork sector. Other issues are pension reform, a recent case of workplace harassment, and the rights of workers like dispatchers. Ractopamine is a top issue for this year's
1: 2020 autumn struggle. At a press conference announcing the event, activists wore masks depicting President Tsai Ing-wen, Premier Susan Chang, and Legislative Speaker Yoo kun among others. They reenacted a protest staged by the DPP in 2009 against the lifting of a ractopamine ban on U.S. beef. Activists accused the DPP of betraying its own values to allow imports of pork containing ractopamine. 如果台灣的豬...
2: If Taiwan's pork is safe already, we shouldn't be letting unsafe pork in.
1: Activists said the government's policy was meeting fierce public resistance. They said the well-being of consumers should not be sacrificed to gain leverage in trade negotiations.
2: Something that the people of Taiwan have been watching closely is the issue of Raktopork imports. There's been a great deal of backlash and fear. So we call on everyone to come to the streets on November 22nd and say no to pork no to double standards, and no to a one-party state.
1: As in previous years, the autumn struggle will also focus on pension reform. 政府-
2: We want the government to acknowledge the fact that when the workers of today become older, they are basically forced into a life of poverty. Corporations should be taxed to fund basic annuities.
1: Other issues will be a recent whistleblowing incident at Kangshun Educational Publishing and the rights of dispatch workers. This year's demonstration will start from Taipei's Katagalan Boulevard at 1pm on November 22nd. It will end at the DPP headquarters in hopes that the ruling party
0: hears the voice of the people. The price of banana is plummeting due to mild weather and a massive oversupply of the crop. To help out banana farmers, one Taipei temple has purchased a whopping 1.5 tonnes of the fruit from Pingdong. The temple then hosted a big banana sale in Ximending in Taipei, where buyers got to name their own price. The sale was a smash success. It had a little help from some VIPs, including Agriculture Minister Chen Jizong, who stopped by to sell some fruit. Sun said the Council of Agriculture was working to expand overseas sales channels for Taiwan's bananas. Taiwan has announced three new COVID cases imported from the Philippines, the U.S. and Indonesia. That takes the total to 553 since the start of the outbreak. But although imported cases are flowing in from abroad, Taiwan hasn't seen a case of community transmission for 200 days. The Central Epidemic Command Center noted the milestone on Thursday. Let's hear from them now.
2: 自從 4月 there has
1: not been a local case since April 13th, so today is our 200th day with zero local cases. Of course, this was made possible by the cooperation of all people across the country. We implemented several measures, including timely quarantine controls at the airport. With regard to border controls, ours were comparatively stringent, and the epidemic was quickly brought under control. There were measures like home quarantine, home isolation and contact tracing. And that is how we have arrived at our 200th day with zero local cases.
0: A piece published in Bloomberg also noted the 200-day milestone, writing that Taiwan was, as they put it, the world's envy. But at its press conference on Thursday, the CECC said it's too soon to celebrate, as a second global COVID wave is poised to put Taiwan to the test. Electronic pass cards are a distinctive feature of life in Taiwan. Whether you favor the EasyCard, iCash or iPass card, the chances are you've got one of them in your wallet. But some retailers are now offering novelty cards that are not cards at all. If you've ever wanted to sail into the MRT with an unusual object for payment, keep your eyes peeled for these
1: that's right this bottle of ethanol can get you through the MRT gates like any easy card. once on the train you can open it up like normal. This pink leopard print mask made of non-woven fabric is also an easy card. The realistic novelty cards have caused quite a stir. Oh. The bottle-shaped easy card is made of polypropylene. Its genius design allows you to store small objects or fill up on real ethanol to keep up your hygiene protocols on the go. The first batch of 7,000 released by an online retailer were snapped up in no time. A fake packet of noodles crackles like the real thing when touched. This is an iCash 2.0 card designed to look like a packet of dry noodles, turning the elementary school snack into a tiny novelty payment device. The first 1000 produced sold out in nine seconds. The pandemic-style easy card and the retro iCash card are matched by the iPass card in a blue and white Donald Duck slipper combo. The limited edition of 2000 sold out instantly.
0: It attracted a lot of customers who perhaps were not originally our clientele, but who noticed the product and then came to our platform.
1: By the end of August, there were more than 130 million electronic pass cards such as these in circulation. The most prevalent is the EasyCard at 60% of the market, with the iPass card in second place at 20% and iCash not far behind. To get customers to switch to their system,
0: card producers are pulling out all the stops. To showcase the beauty of the East valley a photography exhibition called the beauty of east taiwan in my eyes will be showcased in taipei 35 works that best represent the beauty of the region were selected through an online competition these works will be showcased in the exhibition running from october 22nd to november 31st at the opening ceremony world-renowned taiwanese designer daniel wong and internet celebrity joanna yang shared their favorite places to visit in the east rift valley 35 photos that best represent eastern Taiwan
3: have been selected to present at the exhibition. These pictures hanging on the wall are all images of beautiful scenery captured by people from all over Taiwan while visiting the country's east coast, like this photo capturing the morning scenery at Taitung's
2: Chishang. During the tour, I visited many places. For example, I went to Taitung's Changbin and Chishang as well as Hualien. I like my photo very much. It feels like the start of a new day, or all the hopes you start out with in life.
3: This photo of Hua Fongbing township was taken using a drone. And this one captures the beauty of maple trees at Nong Da Fu Forest Park. These photos are part of an exhibition held by the East Rift Valley National Scenic Area Administration called The Beauty of East Taiwan In My Eyes. A total of 1,500 works were submitted, and through an online selection process, 35 groups of works that best represent the beauty of eastern Taiwan were selected. World-acclaimed designer Wang, who created the shoes Lady Gaga wore in the music video for Bad Romance, was invited to kick off the event as well as present the poster that he created for the exhibition.
2: The visual has a lot of like cultural references towards uh, Hua, hua Dong to be in there. So um, we use a lot of bright colors. Yeah, and We want people to see the, this visual and can think about that uh, the landscape of Hua Dong yeah, and how pretty and the cultural elements of it. really love that, that or oh, That part of Taiwan, I think, is beautiful. Um, I think that we're very lucky, especially in the time of COVID, that we have s- such amazing places that we can visit that it's in our country. Um, so and I go there minimum twice a year.
3: Besides the exhibition, the tourism bureau also invited Wang and internet celebrity Joanna to explore famous scenic spots in the East Rift Valley together and shoot a promotional video for tourism. We're just
2: going to the show, it was the tong tree flower season when we went, and we saw the petals falling from the trees when we walked along the Walami Trail. Every May, there are petals from tong tree flowers that fall on the trail. It is very beautiful, like walking down the aisle at a wedding. From January to September, before the public health measures were lifted, the tourism industry was affected. However, after public health measures were lifted, a travel subsidy program was launched. Therefore, tourism throughout Huanian and Taidong counties grew by about 30%.
3: After public health measures were lifted, various programs to stimulate international travel were launched. Through this exhibition, the Tourism Bureau hopes to introduce the beauty of East Rift Valley to tourists and locals. For the News, Stephanie Yang, Huang Yutun in Taipei.
0: Now, staying on sightseeing, world number one Dai Ziying has lent her name to Kaohsiung for its 2020 winter tourism campaign. The badminton star has filmed a promotional video showing off all the things to see and do in the southern city over the winter months.
2: Cute, trendy, bubbly. This is a different phase of Dai Ziying. Off the badminton court for now, she is playing ambassador for Kaohsiung's winter tourism scheme, taking audiences on a virtual tour of the city's hotspots. Making her own ring, visiting a museum, floating down Love River and enjoying her favorite zoo. These are some of the many delights Kaohsiung Tourism Bureau wants the public to take note of. And who better to help them out than Taiwan's premier sports star and badminton queen?
1: I'm from Kaohsiung, and after being here so long, I'm very happy to be able to take part in this ambassadorship project because I think Kaohsiung needs promotion to get people to stay and to come and holiday here.
2: The video features Dai showing Kaohsiung sites and sampling its culinary delicacies with locals. You can also watch as she cycles through ten different outfits. She loved them all, she says, and her fans agree. She killed every look. <laughs> Uh Dai is also seen enjoying herself with Kaohsiung-mae Chen Qi-mai. The pair had playfully agreed the date on Instagram. The southern city is making a major push to reinvent itself and become the top destination this winter, and Dai's sporting glamour is bound to help.